You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast. Yesterday, we talked about the truth is our standard and knowing Jesus as truth and living according to his truth, even when our circumstances and our reality and our experiences are not in agreement with his truth. And today, I want to just take this a step further because I want to talk about how to strengthen yourself in the Lord, how to encourage your soul to turn to that truth. And in Psalm 138, verse 3, is where we're going to start. And then I'm going to pray. And then we're going to read in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 is where we're going to land today. So in verse 3 of Psalm 138, it says, At the very moment I called out to you, you answered me. You strengthened me deep within my soul and breathed fresh courage into me. How many of you know that there are times in your life when you're just crying out to God because you need a fresh breath of heaven to give you courage to take the next step, to strengthen your soul, that your soul will war against your spirit. This is where we're going today. And so as we do, I just want to stop and pray, Lord, would you just strengthen our soul today? Would you speak to our hearts? Would you answer us as we cry out to you? Would you demonstrate who you are to us in Jesus' name? Amen. So now I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. And remember, this is a fairly new translation, but it's one of my favorite translations of the Bible. And it just really reveals a heart attitude and a heart posture with regard to Scripture. And so in chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Although it may not accomplish a thing, I need to move on and boast about supernatural visions and revelations of the Lord. So here's what Paul's saying. You may not believe in this. You may not understand it. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you about it because I've gotten these revelations from the Lord and I've gotten these visions and you need to hear about them. Someone I'm acquainted with who is in union with Christ was swept away 14 years ago in an ecstatic experience. He was taken into the third heaven, but I'm not sure if he was in his body or out of his body. Only God knows. And I know that this man, again, I'm not sure if he was still in his body or taken out of his body. God knows, was caught up in an ecstatic experience and brought into paradise, where he overheard many wondrous and inexpressible secrets that were so sacred that no mortal is permitted to repeat them. I'm ready to boast of such an experience, but for my own good, I refuse to boast unless it concerns my weaknesses. However, if I were to boast, it wouldn't be ridiculous at all, for I would be speaking the truth. Yet I will refrain, lest others think higher of me than what I demonstrate with my life and my teaching. The extraordinary level of revelations I've received is no reason for anyone to exalt me. I want to say that about myself. Just because I share revelations that impact you, don't look towards me because it's God who works in me and impacts you. I'm just the vessel through which he flows. And you too can be that vessel. That's what we're about here at Blooming Inspired Network, about equipping and empowering women to live their lives 
walking in their role and reign in God's kingdom. For this is why a thorn in my flesh was given to me, the adversary's messenger sent to harass me, keeping me from becoming arrogant. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to relieve me of this, but he answered me, My grace is always more than enough for you, and my power finds its full expression through your weakness. So I will celebrate my weaknesses, for when I'm weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. So I'm not defeated by my weakness, but delighted. For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for Christ, I am made yet stronger, for my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. Now, I want to share a few truths with you to go along with this. When you feel weak, when your soul is at war with what you know in your spirit to be true, you need to strengthen yourself in the Lord. You need to turn your attention, your heart, and your focus to the Lord. Here are some ways you can do that. Nehemiah 8.10 says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. You need to rejoice. You need to experience some joy in your life. And joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's a quality of that fruit of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. So what do we need to do to experience joy? We need to tap into the resource that's inside of us. There's a resource of joy living inside of you and it's just waiting to overflow. It's just waiting for you to acknowledge that it's there and you need it. That word for joy in uh, the New Testament is sometimes translated hilasterion, hilasterion. And if it sounds like that word that we use to talk about when somebody is just out of their mind with laughter, hysterical, you know, if we, if we talk about something that's just incredibly funny and side-splitting, we say that they was hysterical. I was laughing hysterically. Yeah, that kind of laughter. The kind of laughter you can't shut down if you want it to. When your giggle box gets turned upside down is what I'm talking about. Joy. And, you know, sometimes we have to stir it up. I had a friend once who taught that in Philippians uh, chapter 4, where it says to rejoice always again, I say rejoice, that that word rejoice in the Greek literally means to turn yourself around. She said, if I wake up with a bad attitude, I get out of bed and right there in my pajamas, I stand on that floor and I hop around in a little circle until I feel better until I have some joy. She said, do you know how long you can hop around in a little circle before you start to laugh? She said, not very long. Just takes a hop or two, and you're, you're, you're feeling the full weight of joy fall on you. Joy. You need to rely on the joy of the Lord in your heart and in your life to give you strength. The next thing I want to remind you of is Psalm 43, 5, where David writes, Why so downcast, O my soul? He's speaking to his soul. He's encouraging himself. And what does he say? Put your hope in the Lord our God. So the second thing you need to do is hope in the Lord. The joy of the Lord will be your strength and hope in the Lord will strengthen your soul. And I'm not talking about this wishful thinking kind of hope that I talked about earlier this week. No, I'm talking about the kind of hope that lives with confident faith that we have what we ask for, that Jesus keeps his word, that he is the word of God and he keeps his promise and his promises are true and they're true for everybody, including you. 
put your hope in the Lord your God, for yet I will still praise him. So that third thing I want to encourage you to do is, well, it's actually the fourth thing because we said rely on the joy of the Lord. Stir up that joy from the Holy Spirit in your life. That joy is your strength. Trusting the Lord's strength in your weakness, encouraging your soul. And I want to tell you that you're going to praise God. You're going to speak to your own soul. You're going to praise God. And the more you praise, the more you entertain joy, the more you confidently hope in God. Your weaknesses will be turned to strength. And he will take what was meant to harm you and turn it for your good. And that is a good word. You know, we have a short podcast today, and I don't know why, but this is where God's bringing me to conclude. So let's just pray. So Father God, I'm speaking to the woman right now. I'm speaking to the heart of the woman right now who's discouraged because she's been abandoned by her husband. And I say, God, you are her bridegroom and you will not leave her and you will not forsake her and you will not leave your children begging for bread. You're going to provide for every need. And so, Lord, I thank you that we can declare with confidence that your promises are true and that you're willing to do whatever is necessary to take care of your daughter, your wife, your bride. I'm speaking to that mama whose prodigal is out there, and she doesn't know where they are. She knows they've been strung out on drugs, and they're probably homeless. But I'm speaking to her right now, and I'm saying, Mama, God's got your baby in his hands and in his eyesight. He's got his eye on your baby. And he's sending people to the rescue. He's sending people to the rescue. And you can trust God with your children. He's going to take care of them. He's going to bring them home. It says in Isaiah 60 that uh, your daughters will be carried gently home and your sons will come from the farthest place of wandering. So I declare that to be true to you today. Lord, encourage our hearts. Give us words to speak to our own soul. Do not let us war in our spirit with our flesh. Let us war in our spirit with your joy and your peace and your truth and your patience and our hope in you, who is our God, our confident hope that you keep your promises and you do all that you have promised to us. I thank you, Lord, that you are willing. You are willing and you love us. Cover us up in your love today. Ease our grief with your comfort. Ease our sorrow with your gladness and joy. Ease our heaviness with your praise. Let us turn confidently to you in this hour. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's all the time I have for you today. Be sure to go to our website, bloominginspirednetwork.com. Click the events tab. Look at our Bible study that's coming up February the 16th is our next meeting. We'll be reading Mark chapter 11. And uh, then we have our Passion to Purpose retreat coming up April 4th through the 6th. That's a $225 registration event. Right now, you can break that up into two or three payments so that you can enjoy the, the, the weekend retreat and the time we spend with the Lord. Just learning what it means to live from that place of passion and be equipped for purpose in our life and how our passion feeds our purpose. And I want to remind you... Um, as I always do, 
to bloom where you're planted because it's the first step to living your wildest dreams. You have been listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Central Time. To learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministry of Blooming Inspired Network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and select the podcast link at the top of the page. Thank you for listening.